Hello, welcome to another edition of, uh, I forgot the name of the show. <laughs> you forgot your own show name? Come on, man. All right, I got this. I'm the host now. Welcome, everybody, to Cullen on Film Woo! with your host, CJ Cullen. Yeah, yeah, you should do that. You should do that every episode. <laughs> no, no problem. I got you, man. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, so our other guest, uh, Kim Power, she's feeling under the weather, so I, I, I haven't heard back from her, so uh, uh, I'm trying to see. I was like running around. She told me she couldn't come on, and I was like doing my jog, doing my run, and I couldn't really, <laughs> I couldn't really stop because I've just started to exercise lately, and uh, so I'm still exhausted right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, it's uh, all good, man. Hey, so man, we got Christian in the on. house. What's up, everybody? What's going yeah. on? So uh, it was great that you could come and fill in and then because uh, we never get to go on. We haven't been on in a while together. I know it has. I did. I was uh, in your the one of the shows you did with Jack Schuyler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you read that. yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems like a really cool dude. And I started watching some of his flicks and he's got some really great work, actually. So yeah. he, 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 that guy works like all the time. He's like nonstop working. Right. So and so do you now. You're always doing this. Uh, well, why don't we go back and say, how did you get into the podcasting? How did you hook up with Ming and start doing all the uh, production and podcasting yourself? Oh, completely by accident. That's so, what I <laughs> you No, know, like to no to truthful truth be told, it was a complete accident. So my friend, yeah. my friend Laura, Laura Vetter, shout out to Laura. Yeah. She she had a podcast for a hot second that she was doing with Ming, and she invited me to come be on. Oh, just in just to come hang out. And I was like, okay, no problem. I've never been on a podcast before. And she was like, don't worry, you'll do great. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, dope. So then I go there. And then right before we enter a, the former a shared universe spaces, before we moved, yeah. Laura pulls me aside and is like, oh, my co-host is Ming from Comic Book Man. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, excuse me. <laughs> I, I was like, are you are you kidding me? You're telling me this now? <laughs> like, like, I'm a huge fan. Mm. And then I walk in. And he's like, oh, sh- oh, shoot, you're PM Dawn's kid. What's up? And I was like, oh, no way. This is amazing. So well, how did he know that right away? How did he know that right so away? So I think it's it was either. Looking. No, I think uh, either Laura told her oh. or because I had I had met Kevin prior and I, I either he told Ming and that mm. I had met him. I don't I don't know what the, the actual story is, but I think it just knew through the grapevine. But it was regardless- funny seeing the reaction of the guys, the DJs from from uh, 106.3 and they didn't know the whole time. Oh, and yeah. All was- sudden, out of nowhere, it just popped into like their heads. And everyone was like, what the hell? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. But yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about that a little later, I'll go yeah. into that. But yeah. that's a whole other story. That's but regardless, yeah but uh so yeah me and uh we do the podcast i do it uh i do an episode of the coral sword show and it goes off really well i had a lot of fun doing it yeah representing (laughs) (laughs) we go to houston every year couldn't go this year i bought a hat Oh man, i've i've still never been and i really want to go oh next come with us next next may Next, next May. May? Yeah, you know next, what? Next I'm going to make it. I'm going to try and make that happen. Yeah. If I, because I've never been to Texas and I want to go. The hangout so, to your shorts crew goes down with it. We'll go down with Ming and we're trying oh, to get more word. people. So, yeah. So we hit it off and Ming's like, hey, do you want to work for me? And I was like, <laughs> am, I candy, am I on candy camera? And he's like, no, but do you want to work for me? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Meanwhile, it was one of those things where it was like, I knew I couldn't say no because it was mm. just so cool. 
but I knew nothing about, about podcasting wow. and I knew nothing about doing like audio work. So literally I, I got the job, I went home and I literally spent hours researching how to do audio engineering because yeah. I'd watched my dad do it before. Mm. And then Ming brings me in to show me the setup and it's, I was like, oh, I way overthought this. This is even simpler. Like, this is crazy, but yeah. I love it. And I've I've been involved with a shared universe for, I think, almost two years now. Yeah, uh, over, been, over two years. And yeah, you came in, you came in pretty like early, right when it kind of started. Yeah, I think I was their first hire, yeah. too. Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was just a, a random thing of coincidence and it's been one of the best jobs i've ever probably will ever have unless i work for myself and and you kind of do work for yourself sometimes when you're making films i do and it and that's what i love about it is that i do i have something steady going on that also allows me to pursue my craft and work in my industry and also build contacts within that because to be like let's be honest chris i would have never met you if it hadn't been for a shared universe, yeah. but then it turns out you actually had saw one of my films before I even worked there yeah. and it was draw. That's right. <laughs> so then when I, when I told you what film I made, you were like, Oh like, my yeah. God, I, that was you. <laughs> that happens in this industry. So randomly it's hysterical how well, those weird things happen like that quite more often than you would expect. But I love that though. Like, I think that that's like, it's not just small world stuff. Like I think that that's so cool because we're all interconnected with this thing that allows us to tell stories one way or another, whether it's podcasting or filmmaking. And that's why I love both mediums so much is because like one day I'll sit in on a hang on to your shorts and have like, I'll listen to you and your, and your friends talk about just independent filmmakers projects and then just hang out and drink beer after it. And I'm like, I love that because regardless, they're still showing interest in the medium so i always loved it and being a part of this world this shared universe if you will is uh is is truly an honor like what, i've met some amazing people yeah once we get out of this I, I think we should have like a like um a whole huge podcasting party once we're all clear to like hang oh out oh my god yeah like oh my like, god like the one we had before on the boardwalk but yeah. i'll actually show up early when yeah. it's when it, when there's more well, people I mean, I mean like a setup where every like we, we bring in podcasters from all over and they like almost like in asbury like in the convention hall you know like oh like one convention. massive podcast <laughs> yeah like the po podcast convention would be amazing to do that right or you know that would actually be pretty cool. And then let's One try day. and set the world record for the world's biggest podcast. <laughs> and everyone, everyone at the same time, you get a big screen and everyone goes on. Yeah. <laughs> Is everybody lined up? Let's go. <laughs> let's do it, CJ. Let's set the world record. We're going to do this. It's gonna I be remember amazing. I did the world record thing for the most Jay and Silent Bobs. We did that in Red Bank. So why can't we do that? In most podcasters. That's awesome. I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing the, the news article for that. And I thought it was just the coolest thing. And I was so mad that I didn't end up going for whatever reason. Yeah, it, was. Get up early. it was very early in the morning and, and I got up with uh, um, Scott church and, and I, and uh, we dressed up, we dressed up and we went and uh, had a blast, had a blast. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And if you watch that episode of Comic Book Men, I'm in it. <laughs> oh no way! Oh, As that's Silent the, Bob, I look horrible, but that that's the that's the the Shooting Clerks premiere episode that they also did that with, right? Well, they filmed. It's a different episode. 
Okay. But they filmed the same day. Yes, you're right. They did film okay. it because it was that night we went to the shooting clerks. And I remember okay. I had a film festival that night. My film was playing at the House of Independent at a different film festival, not mine. So I had I was watching and I have already seen shooting clerks. So I went the whole beginning and I'm set setting there and I'm like, oh, crap, my film is playing in Asbury soon. So. I, I should I, probably go see that. <laughs> I jumped and in I, my yeah, right. So I'm like, I'm all right. I, I wanted to stay, but I'm like, I gotta go. So I I I even told like Kevin and all them like, see ya, bye. I, I've seen it already, and he's like, oh, okay. So I, <laughs> I, I go, I show my car, I drive fast as I can. I get a parking spot right by the place. I run in. My film starts. Oh, that's awesome. That's beautiful. It was like, will he make it? It's like that scene from Ferris Bueller. Were you jumping over fences? And, <laughs> it was close. And hopping through backyards, and it was oh man! So that was one of the craziest days ever. So I was up early that morning as Silent Bob, and I end up uh, at, at the uh, in Asbury watching my film. And the, a guy, uh, so many people, it was packed, and they were all cracking up. It was um, it was my bicycle film, I believe that I'm uh, uh, that I directed. Uh, Must hurry, where a guy. A guy, a guy's riding a bicycle and you don't know what's going on. Oh, okay. I already like that premise. It's like, oh, it already fills you with like questions. And I, and I love that, especially in a short film. It's got a great when, ending, a great ending. <laughs> it's, oh, only, it's only three minutes, but you watch it and people are like, what is going on? Why is he rushing? What's going on? And then you that, find out. That's the same thing with draw where people are really yeah. like that. People love the ending of that film. So for those who don't know, I did a, an animated a live action quote unquote animated short film called draw, which is about two gunslingers meeting in the middle of the desert for a battle of puns. <laughs> and I didn't think much of it to be completely honest with anybody. Like, I mean, I wanted to make this cool little short that I could put online and do whatever, but then I showed it to one of my friends and they're like, you should put this in film festivals and see yeah. what happens. And that's how I got my first film award. Wow. My first ever best animated film at the $2 film festival in New York. And wow. it was for draw. And I will always be proud of that. That's and awesome. I, I was nominated. Yeah. I was very close to, to being in uh, art all night, but then that thing went down. Oh, that was the night where the, the gun, sh the gun. I, I went, I was going that morning. Draw, draw was playing that night when that happened. I was supposed to go too. I was I like, part of me was like, damn, I missed my, but then I was like, no, you, you were fine. Like that was crazy. Yeah. I was going to go that night and I said, I'll go early in the morning, Sunday. Cause it is my films were playing Sunday. But I wanted to go Saturday night. I was like, I'll stay over over there. I'll go and I'll like, get a hotel or something to just chill, right? Yeah. So I didn't. I got up early in the morning. I turned on the TV. Gunfire shots. I was like, what? What? It wasn't that crazy. Like, oh my god, it was a nutty time. But yeah. yeah. So draw was playing there. I also had it in the Garden State. No, I had it in the Jersey Shore Film Festival you had for it one that? year. Yeah, it played at the House Independence, and I yeah. missed it. Oh, you missed it. I was it? so mad. Like, that's the funniest part. Is my films of my draw one awards. Never went to a single festival except for yours when you presented yeah. uh, the nominations. And I was there and I thought that that was one of the coolest things. You saw my it? Name. No, I didn't get to see it, but I watched <laughs> it. Because it was early, right? It was early. Yeah, but I wanted to show support. So I wanted, yeah. I went out and it was just 
It was we did, incredible. We did announce your name, right? We announced your name for a nomination. You did. I didn't win, though. But it was funny because you were like, none of the people are here. And then right after you said that, you spotted me. It was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is hard. Like, we get a lot of animation. And uh, this year coming up, even though we, we, we moved it to September, we got some amazing, amazing animation. So I tried to fit as much as I could in. But it's hard to get an audience for the animation. I don't know why. I don't. It's like come see the animation. Where the people that make it, they don't come to the festivals. It's a shame because people still, people still associate animation with kids media because well that's just how it was for the yeah. longest time. And I think now especially we're starting to see a break in that tradition where a lot of shows are becoming. Shows and movies are coming out that are animated that aren't necessarily for children. While yeah. I don't, I think it's going to be a little bit longer for it to be like the norm, but it, it's slowly starting to be accepted more and more. And I think it's also being taken seriously a bit more and more yeah. because these films take such a long time to make. They're literally constructed from the bottom up. Then like it's, it's an amazing thing to watch an animated film get made. So I I hope soon enough that they start getting yeah. the more and more respect that they deserve. I'll never forget going to the theater to see uh, bigger, stronger, uncut South Park. Oh my God. You want to know an awesome story? So my dad was a huge fan of that movie. Of the movie, yeah? Yeah, well, of the show too, but yeah, he loved yeah. South Park because he, he kind of thought he looked like Chef, which I thought was, oh, that's, that's actually kind of true. <laughs> so one of his buddies went to the South Park movie opening night. My dad didn't go for whatever reason. And the guy comes back to the house and he's like, yo, I got you something. And it's just, it's this giant chef head that they use to promote the movie wow and my dad was like yo where'd you get that he was like yo they were throwing it away and my dad was like they were throwing it away okay wow. I, I like they they weren't throwing it away but i, I it seemed like they didn't need it anymore and wow. it's still in our garage to this day really this wow hum, this humongous <laughs> chef head that i will never get rid of because it's one of the <laughs> coolest things ever because wow. my dad and i both shared like a mutual love of like film posters and fucking yeah. and like uh those cool stand-in things that, yes. that that movies would make for for certain movies yeah when they One, first come out or they're coming out in the theater you you walk to the theater and you see all the coming soon and all this the stands right all the exactly so in my for the longest time in my garage we had uh, a herbie fully loaded stand-in that was a fully <laughs> built herbie the love bug made out of cardboard standing in my garage for the longest time because you could sit in it and obviously for me at 10 who actually wanted a vehicle like herbie that was like the coolest thing ever is uh is she on the on it too yeah uh, Lindsay, lohan Lindsay lohan was there she was she was in the window like winking because that poster <laughs> was corny as hell but like in my garage we got a bunch of cool like posters and shit like that we have like an original forrest gump uh, original the crow wow. uh my favorite parody photo of course being the the muppets parody of forrest gump and it's kermit sitting on the bench <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that was the one that i actually grew up noticing what that was and then my dad was like that's actually a parody oh it's not an actual movie this is disappointing. <laughs> maybe it will be one day maybe they'll make it now uh, maybe i mean i would hope so i think that'd be they sick. haven't done a Muppet movie in a while. Uh, Disney owns them now, but um, they haven't done yeah, one in a while. Disney owns them, but uh, 
a lot of people have some questions about how they're kind of treating them up at property. Cause if you, if you kind of look into it, they're kind of being treated as the black sheep. Like they, they barely get mentions when new stuff is announced. It, yeah. Like they, there's not really much focused on that area anymore. And that really kind of breaks my heart because mm-hmm. those characters have so much potential and it's been proven to work. Like, it's it's not just a thing of the past that can move into now. Like the Muppets are are almost an institution that can. Do they still... have anything in like Disney World or Disneyland on the Muppets? Do they, uh, have... they have the the Muppets 3D, which I think is still there. Yeah, it's still there. Muppets 3D, which is a ride where you it's like uh you watch a movie but you go into the Muppet Theater and you watch them try and put on this amazing 3D spectacular show and. Yep. It froze, Christian. <laughs> he, it's something there, and he froze up. So we'll see if we can get him back here in a second. And uh, <laughs> well, anyway, that's a good shot of him right over there, like that. But uh, I guess we'll get back in there if he can. We'll see. Um, but if not, hope everyone's doing well. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe Ming's around and we can get a uh, Christian back there. He just froze up. Um, tomorrow we have, um, we're going to have a bunch of people on for a short film, uh, a short horror film. So that will be on tomorrow at uh, 8 PM. And then uh, on Saturday, Saturday is going to be uh, pretty cool. We're going to be uh, raising money for the saints. So there'll be a ton of comedians and singers or uh, people playing music uh, pretty much all night on uh, this Saturday. And on Monday, I got a couple of other guests as well. So uh, people that are involved in some amazing short films that uh, played at our, our festival. So that's going to be a lot of fun there. And uh, hopefully we'll get some more interviews during the rest of the week. So that'd be great. Um but uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, hopefully we will. Uh, um, well, if Christian can get back on here, I'll see. <laughs> but if not, um, I guess that we'll be signing off, and uh, I will uh, see you guys tomorrow night, eight o'clock. That'd be great. Come on, um, and up. Uh, oh. Hey, you made it back. I was doing some promotions. I wasn't sure. No, it's all good. My my house, my whole neighborhood apparently just lost power for, for a second. Really? So everything just came back on and the Wi-Fi reset. So I apologize. Wow. My bad, CJ. You were I like, felt- it was a great shot of you. You were like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard like a big, like it, was, it sounded like a bang. And I was like, oh, he's gone. Yeah, I, it was crazy, but regardless, I'm back. I'm surviving. I, I know you got to wrap up probably soon, so I apologize if well, I... We'll edit that out of the YouTube version. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> no one will know. No <laughs> one watch my YouTube. We're trying to promote it on YouTube. We we got a lot of people on, on Facebook now, um, Facebook Live, so we got a lot of people on that. I, but we are also on YouTube and SoundCloud. A lot of people listen on SoundCloud, but I want to get my YouTube up. Let's go. Subscribe to his YouTube God. channel, baby. I'll send people your way. I'll say, I'll show, I'll send the link. I'll put it on my YouTube and be like, Hey, I did an interview. Go watch it. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we were, we were talking Muppets and all that. And uh, I think I, I, I'm going to take that as God's response as to not me wanting to talk about the Muppets. Yeah, probably not. Like, <laughs> he's, probably like, he's probably like, you've had enough of that forever. Shut yeah. up. Jim Henson's looking down. <laughs> Jim he's like, relax. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fine, you'll direct the movie eventually, but relax. <laughs> so. I know you, you, you said uh, in the past that you you do puppeteering. I do. Well, have you done any lately? Have you made any created any new puppets or um, um, I'm not a builder, so I don't build them as much. I'll have some people, people that I know. It. Yeah. Like I know some really talented builders and performers. Uh, but as far as creating new stuff these days, uh, I haven't really. The last time I think I really uh did anything puppet related was technically draw but i did a short thing called the jimbo and bob show because i have these two characters who whenever i'm in like a writing rut i'll always go to these guys like they're they're like my muppets basically so like i'll always write and see what they're up to just to kind of put something to paper and get the brain juices flowing for a long time a lot of projects were just exclusively just jimbo and bob stories and then eventually i grew out of that but I would always write for these characters. And then two summers ago, my brother was just like, yo, like, let's just make something. It's the middle of the summer. Like you're out of film school. Like, let's just do something. And we did three episodes of the Jimbo and Bob show and people actually really liked them. And, uh, I want to do more, but I truly would love to do, and I'm going to sound nuts because of course I am. I would love to do an, (laughs) I would love to do an independent puppet feature film that I think would be just the funniest thing in the world. Cause I was, I was cracking up before your, your comment about the, uh, Oh, it's gone now. It's not there. You know, Cause it were a new thing. But uh, when, when I was talking to, uh, <laughs> Uh, when I was talking before and uh, you put, uh, we were talking about musicals and you're talking about creating a musical. Did you see me like crying all of a sudden? Yeah, you you were starting to laugh, and then I was like, "Oh no, I didn't mean to throw off his groove." I felt so bad. I was like, "Oh no, CJ, I'm sorry. I was just trying to make you laugh." Uh, yeah, I turned, I turned, I laughed, and I, I lost my train of thought. Oh man, but I actually—it's funny enough. Like, even though I love that stuff and I love Muppet music and I love musicals, mine wouldn't be a musical. My puppet film that I've currently been outlining and actually kind of writing i'm 60 pages in now is is a sci-fi equivalent that is groundhog day meets project x (laughs) and it's it's called live party repeat wow and uh so that's as much as i'll say about that but i thought like i was writing and i was like this is fucking hilarious and the fact that it's with puppets is just so fucking funny like it's ridiculous it's it's basically like because you because you know me it's basically me the movie it's fantastic (laughs) a lot of a lot of the youth a lot of young people out there be like what's project x what? No way! <laughs> like, no, that can't be that old. Come on! Not, like, yeah, I, that was well, the kids that I would teach. Yes, they had no idea. That's oh my god! That no was idea. like a huge movie for when like. And I should I show it. Movie. I should show it or something, right? I should tell them to watch it. Mm, right? It's 
I think Project X is like a hard R. But yeah, you know what? I yeah. it, like if it's not and it's PG thirteen by some whatever miraculous reason, go for it. I gotta look back and see. Yeah, we'll see. Or yeah, I can no, always suggest go see this movie. Watch it at home. You know, <laughs> with the permission of your parents, because <laughs> I am not, I am not responsible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I mean, I still am doing puppetry here and there. I am practicing still to kind of keep it up. But as far as like it being like the main thing, it's not really that anymore. I'm starting to drift more into like writing and directing and doing and producing my own projects. Of course, I'll always be that performer. And sometimes like I'm I'm still contemplating on whether or not I want to try and get some sort of gig on the upcoming Sesame Street movie as just an additional puppeteer because I know that they're going to need that. So who knows? But regardless... That would be really cool if you did that, though. It'd be really cool. I know it would be so amazing. Yeah, but um, but it's it's one of those things where it's just another tool in my tool belt. So I'll I'll apply it to like other projects that I'm coming up with. Like right now, I got this preschool show pitch that I'm that I just finished the Bible on. If you could, if you get a preschool show, oh, those things, man. Once they hit, holy cow. I know I uh, I have a because I grew up in a very strong musical household. I grew up surrounded by great like great bands, great music played all the time. So then when I was much younger and I got told about what the wiggles were and stuff like that. Like I was, I was a little annoyed because (laughs) part of me was like, all right, this is cool. It's friendly, kid friendly music. But at the same time, they kind of played down because they played down to us being kids. Yeah. Like they, they didn't understand that kids were kind of more susceptible to understanding what music can be and different genres and stuff like that. Yeah. Lyrical content can be, educational of course yeah but music doesn't have to be played down because it's for kids you can create something that everyone can listen to those guys just killed it though all right oh they killed it so i created something that's like my uh like a an amalgamation of a few different types of projects like muppets meets wiggles and stuff like that so that's what that pitch is right now and i'm trying to see where that could take me because I, why not? Let's see where it goes. Did you ever see the, that show Lazy Town? That, that I did. Funny story on my Facebook nope. uh, profile. I have a banner photo that is a behind the scenes shot of them filming Lazy Town. And because I just thought it was one of the funniest things because it's all the puppeteers are dressed in green, except this one guy who's who's wearing a normal T-shirt, but his pants are the green screen, the the green screen pants. And I put it on my profile because I thought it was just so funny. And then the puppeteer was like, hey, that's me. (laughs) I didn't realize I was friends with him on Facebook. Wow. And I was like, that's so cool. And he told me it was his first gig being uh, a children's puppeteer. And he got to go out to Iceland where they filmed the show. We just and interviewed my student just interviewed the girl from the show. No way. That's yeah, the, awesome. the last the last episode. She's she's on it. That's yeah. that's insane. Yeah, that's go wild. back and go back and listen. Yeah, she was on it as a kid. Yeah. That's that's incredible. 
but yeah, I mean, I love the medium regardless. And I mean, of course I have aspirations of directing like feature films and TV shows and stuff like that. But I mean, if I do end up working in a market where it is making like Nickelodeon shows or even Nickelodeon films, animated films, like I feel like that's where I could really excel. Yeah. So that's where I've been trying to kind of find my footing. As far- I always wanted to be in. I was talking to someone a few, uh, like, a couple episodes back about another actor saying how, like, when we were kids, we wanted to be on Nickelodeon, like, doing <laughs> Nickelodeon shows. I said, now I wouldn't mind being like a father on one of those shows, <laughs> Nick or Disney, like one of the dads, the old dad. Because <laughs> when you, because when you're one of those characters and it's like well written, like, imagine you end up being on like the next iCarly and not realizing it. Like, yeah. like Jesus, like that show blew up to a point where the first lady was on that show. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I used to watch that because um, I did aftercare at school and the kids would have iCarly on. So I, I was like, this is pretty funny. Yeah, like it was I mean, it was silly funny, but like yeah. it was one of those shows where it was like, this is fun. Like, I don't mind watching this with my kids. And like, this yeah. is this is entertaining to me also as an adult yeah and i understand that it's not their market but like that's the type of stuff like i would love to make like it's funny for the adults obviously so they won't blow their brains out while watching it (laughs) but it's definitely funny for their kids oh yeah so like like, all the slapsticky stuff and everything yeah oh without a doubt i like uh, i think it works and if i ended up being someone that worked in that space so be it i love that stuff i have like a huge amount of respect for the people that work in that field because it is difficult to write for kids they are your harshest critic (laughs) they will tell you what they think it's not easy and a lot of those shows like they a lot of them come and go real quick they don't last like there's like one or two that like last seasons but Mm -hmm. some just come out for a season and then they're gone they're gone i think disney disney i just heard this the other day they usually do like Three seasons and out, like for everything, three and out. Yeah, Disney's maximum show amount is four seasons and then it's done. Yeah. And then that's really it. The only, there's only been like, I think a handful of shows that, that, that went have over broken that. that mold and one of them just ended. So oh. Disney for me, it's weird because I know that rule for them. I don't get excited for their shows as much mm-hmm. because I know in like four years it's over. Yeah. It's like, why do I, why would I get excited over something? That unless I know unless it's like a big hit, maybe they do extra stuff or make a movie or something, right? TV yeah. Movie. We're like, for example, uh, that show that just ended was called Star versus the Forces of Evil. It was a great oh. show, but yeah. I knew it was on Disney. I was like, oh, that's going to be on for like five years and then that's it. <laughs> but it was ended up being one of the ones that broke the mold and it was on for seven. It so. was a, we had a girl um, for, while we were doing this and, and she sent, I asked her to send like, sometimes I ask celebrities to send videos to my students. Uh, she was on the Thundermans, I guess the Thundermans, uh, Kira Kazarian, the, one of the superhero family. Oh, that's that? so cool. I, I have heard of the Thundermans. I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. That was a little past my time, yeah. but I still, I keep up with that stuff. Yeah. But that's, that's awesome. I love that you're incur- like I love that your students are able to do that, and I love how they interview people on this as well. I think what you got going here just, is special. You got to keep thinking really cool. of new stuff, right? I just you got to you got to be creative, otherwise, or, or you'll go freaking mad. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I got it, and then like I'm not in the studio. I'm not in the school. We're not filming, so you got to come up with new stuff. So I'm like, and I I realized this when I was talking to Ming. Originally, I said, you know, I want to get some interviews 
for my kids in school. And not all of them have to be like just, you know, some yeah. that we do. Um, Cause they, they, they're arts people. And I want to get that. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, everyone's home and everyone's saying yes. So I started emailing like, you know, big stars. I'm like, Hey, come on my show. Come on his show. <laughs> We've had, I've had a great lineup of actors, filmmakers, musicians. It's uh, it's, it's been amazing. Um, and tomorrow uh, we have uh, uh, a, a short film. So, but we're having a bunch of people uh, from a new horror short film. Uh, they made features. They made a lot of horror shorts. And then uh, um, on Monday, I have someone who won an Academy award. Okay. Wow. <laughs> For a that's short film. Awesome. Yeah. Right, so. man, that's still dope, regardless. Like yeah. that's that's awesome, dude. Just, I love I love that. I think that's so cool. And you just get you know, I've learned like don't be afraid to ask. All yeah, it, like they can say me. no. They can that's say me. no or don't answer you or say, that's Oh just, yeah. That's just it, man. That's that's it. Like that's the mentality I've always been in, especially in the last few years, because hey, that's how I got that. That's how I got a gig yeah. writing songs for Thomas the Tank Engine for a hot second for their YouTube channel to specify. But uh, but yeah, oh. man, it's just asking. You got to put up know. your you got to put up your your stuff so people can see it. Like your I shall I shall. You can find me on YouTube most of the time at Arcade like an old school arcade machine productions. Uh, you will find a hodgepodge of uh, various different forms of content. <laughs> some ranging from kids music to some weird puppet shows to just whatever the hell I feel like posting at the moment. Wasn't it, didn't you do that Toys R Us one? I did do a Toys R Us song. <laughs> I wrote a, I wrote a song. I wrote a ballad about Toys R Us closing down and it went sm like small time viral. And it, was really, <laughs> and it was really cool. Everyone really, every like people still come up to me and like, you wrote the Toys R Us buy song and i was like yeah i did. did and they're like you know they're reopening yes i know they're reopening i thought they were but i haven't heard anything since so who knows if they i think it was a pop-up but it was it was so funny because after everyone announced after they announced it just a flood of comments came in you know they're reopening they're reopening you got to make a new song they're reopening i was like i don't care yeah that's I, not toys r us no it's like in jeffrey's toy box and they were like small little like you said pop-ups probably yeah, so I was like, no, I'm not writing over some bullshit. My childhood ended with Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go to those like pop-ups? I mean, like I was out in LA over the summer and I went to the pop-up Beetlejuice bar. Ooh. It's still that's... going, I think. I think Ming was there too. Ming was out there and he went there. It's, it's I know there's a permanent one in New York now. Is it permanent? That's that's cool. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if they'll make it permanent in L.A. But if we went to one in L.A. and I'll tell you, it was fun. It was. I'll tell you right now. I'm jealous of L.A. when it comes to their pop ups. They do a lot. I know, but they just did one on my birthday. I was so mad that I wasn't in L.A. because I was actually supposed to be in L.A. for my oh, birthday. Yeah. And they did the movies pop up for Kevin Smith. That's and right. I, and I was so how long, mad. How long would it? Well, now we can't go out there. But. No, it went on for like, like I think half a month. Yeah. It was on for a minute and yeah. it ended on my birthday. I was so sad. Wow. <laughs> I was like, damn you coronavirus. Well, You're ruining everything. Some of those pop-ups that make that are a huge hit. 
keep going. They, if they can keep paying the rent, they just keep going for longer, right? Longer, longer until it starts dying out, I guess. If they hadn't demolished. Yeah, th- that's very true. But if they hadn't demolished the, the movies that they used to film in clerks too, that would have been the perfect location. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, oh, uh, man. but man, I, yeah. I was so mad. Cause I was supposed to be out there. Uh, it was going to be great, but regardless, I love it out here, so yeah. I'm going to build on the Jersey Shore. Well, we're going to be here for a while anyway until we can get going. I'd like to, I wanted to go out there this summer, but I, I don't think that's happening. Yeah. But next summer, we got a plan for next summer. Next summer, fine. Yep. Fine. Right. Well, I gotta, we'll be safe then. We'll be safe then because by then they'll have at least a vaccine, right? <laughs> yeah. True. Very true. I mean, so, I appreciate the safety taken. I just, just 2020 is hot dog water to me right now. Like I'm over it. It, <laughs> it was the best start. January, February was so strong. And then who would have thought, thought January movies would have been majorly important. <laughs> man, but we'll get through it. And uh, we will. Well, but uh, thanks for coming on, man. And uh, thank and you for having a- me being a good guest here uh nice quick fill in it worked out it was cool um and uh it was a lot of fun so uh we got i got a show tomorrow i got a show monday we'll be on saturday you'll be on saturday too right yes just well uh, i'll pop in i'll pop in here or there maybe um i got some comedians that i, I was given uh, that the list of 40 some odd comedians or so that we have oh wow something like that so it's gonna be a good night <laughs> yeah so be beyond well i think i i forget i think makes it like six six to like midnight maybe or something like that oh that's awesome yeah so i'll see you then yeah but thank yep. you again for having me on yeah man that's awesome so all right guys see you later thanks again for listening we'll put this on youtube and soundcloud as well see you later hasta la bye bye take right. care yeah